Welcome to episode 5 of Sundays with C. Today, we're going to discuss the idea of speaking up and walking tall as it relates to sharing your opinions and being able to share them unapologetically with the world around you. And we're going to explore this idea from two perspectives, a woman's and a man's. The word of the day is confidence, and the mantra of the week, words matter. So I will choose them wisely and speak them passionately. Welcome to episode five, Sundays with C. Tell me something good. I love starting this podcast with tell me something good because it just immediately generates positivity and I love starting my day that way. So I'm bringing it to you. Today's toasts go to three different groups of people. My first toast is to parents that are talking to their kids. Easier said than done. I've never been a parent, but from watching the way that my parents took time with both myself and my brother, I want to thank all the parents that are listening to this podcast and using it as inspiration, a jumping off point, a starting point, the beginning of the thread to weave a tapestry of conversation with their child. Whether it's a hard conversation or a happy conversation or a sad one, getting in there with your kid and just saying what you need to say to give them the lesson that they need to hear. So I'm toasting to all the parents that are listening today that are working on having conversations with their kids. My second toast goes out to couples who are working on the basics and just nailing those things down in your relationship. I know one of the things that my boyfriend and I are working on right now are just filling our weeks and our weekends with those little things that are routine things that we just really like to do together. We love to work out together, so we're doing that more. We love to grocery shop together. We're doing that too because we both love (laughs) to see who can pick the best avocado. And we both love to look at desserts in the frozen aisle together. It's, It's great. Those are the little things, those basic things that feel really good in terms of just keeping you connected with your partner on a daily basis. So cheers to all the couples out there that are working on those basics And thank you. If you listen to this podcast with your partner, that's awesome. Invite him into the room. Invite her into the room. Sit down with them. Find a moment to listen to the segment of a podcast like this together. It's awesome. The third toast that I have goes out to all the athletes out there. Thank you for listening. Secondly, thank you for what you're contributing to the world with your art which is the work that you do with your body. Maybe I'm in the zone right now. Maybe it's about Rio. Maybe Rio's got me inspired. I come from a long family of athletes, competitive athletes. And one of the things that means the most to us is getting outside and being physical with our bodies. And yeah, I know, right? Even though I said I was dying trying to hike last week. You know what? I am not an expert hiker. I will give you that. I'm a different sort of athlete. I am a dancer. I'm sticking to that. (laughs) But to the athletes out there that are listening, the things that these Olympians do with their bodies, the things that you work hard to do with your body, whether you're competing at a university level, you work with a private club, intramural sports, high school, wherever you're competing at, props to you. Your body is a machine. I read a quote from Bill Murray today that was just saying, you know, maybe in order to offer people a frame of reference, we should just ask everyday regular people 
to compete in each event within the Olympics, just so that we can have a reference point for what these athletes are really doing with their bodies. Long story short, it's remarkable. So I'm toasting to all the athletes out there that are listening. The other thing I'm really excited to announce in our Tell Me Something Good segment is that Sundays with C is going to have its first interview guest. I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't interview people for a living, but I'm definitely going to try. I'm also excited to say that our guest for episode five is my boyfriend. His name is Jamel. And today we're going to be talking about how to unpack this idea of confidence together. And we're going to be exploring it through the lens of woman versus man. And I'm excited to welcome Jamel to the show. From the Desk of C, five ways to stay young. One, believe in love. Two, believe in peace. Three, believe in magic. Four, believe in forgiveness. Five, believe in new beginnings. After six years of working in a classroom environment with children in the arts, I have learned so much about the truths surrounding our human existence. Starting with, we don't have forever. We only have whatever it is that we're destined to get. And life's uncertainty makes that impossible to know. So our best defense is to stay young. Children come into this world believing in so many things that we let go of as years wash over our bodies. And the saddest part is that as we grow older, our belief in the power of a dollar trumps our belief in the power of anything else. We find so many other things to believe in that we feel have tangible, obvious, and immediate outcomes. But what about all those things our parents spoke to us about as children? The power of dreaming. The power of believing. The power of love. No, there is no fountain of youth. Our bodies will age, but our spirits can run beyond our years. Feed your spirit. Feed your soul. Feed yourself. Believe in something more than your nine to five. Believe in something that's indefinite. Believe in something that's indescribable. Believe in love. Believe in peace. Believe in magic. Believe in forgiveness. Believe in new beginnings. Love, C. Sundays with C is on YouTube. So if you want notifications every time there's a new upload to our YouTube channel, go ahead and log into YouTube, subscribe immediately, and share it with someone else that you care about. Because isn't sharing Sundays with C really caring about someone? Happy Sunday. Episode 5 of Sundays with C. Welcome back, everyone. And we have Jamel with us here today. And Jamel, I want to thank you for being here. You're so welcome. <laughs> okay, so I have 30 seconds and 30 questions, mm. and I'm going to try to get through as many of these as I can. Okay. Um, let's pretend that no one in the audience knows you, and we're just trying to give them a snapshot of who you are. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Favorite food? Pizza. Favorite sport? Basketball. Cats or dogs? Cats. Favorite color? Black. Day or night? 
night. Favorite music artist right now? Oh, Truth City. Cake or pie? Cake. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite sneaker? Nikes. Mercedes or Audi? Mercedes. Saving or spending? Spending. Fruit or vegetables? Fruits. Most um, underrated athlete from the sports that you watch? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Okay. We'll stop there. Thanks. This is Sundays with C, episode 5. Our word of the day is confidence, and our mantra of the week is words matter. I will choose them wisely and speak them passionately. One of the reasons that I'm really excited to talk about confidence as an idea from these two different perspectives, man and woman, is because I believe that for a guy and for a girl, the definition might be different in everyday life. The things that we think of just might be different from one another. When I think about confidence, I think about just being comfortable in my own skin. Um, and I also think about what it means to really find peace within what your own thoughts are as you walk through the world and just generally be comfortable with them and accepting of them and just accepting of yourself. Um, that's what I think of. What do you think of, Jamel? Well, similarly, I agree with you. Uh as far as owning your owning your thoughts and being relentless in those th thoughts regardless of whatever adversary you may come across or negativity that may spawn your way because of said thoughts and or feelings yeah i completely agree with you um so one of the things that i think really influences confidence and the way that we define confidence and think about confidence is gender which is one of the reasons that I why I wanted to do this episode with a guy because I wanted kind of this different shade of color in the conversation in terms of what that perspective is because I think that confidence is a construct that is and can be gendered and certainly I think that so you would you would agree with that yeah okay um so in terms of just how gender informs our opinions here, what, what role do you think it plays? Uh, I mean, everything from how we carry ourselves in the street to how we respond to one another as peers mm -hmm. and or superiors, mm -hmm. things of that nature. Just the so whole, all constructs of relationships throughout the world. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Um, so when we talk about kind of unpacking this idea of confidence and what it means to walk tall and what it means to speak up and speak freely, sharing your opinions and sharing them unapologetically, no matter who you are, where you are, or who else is in the room, mm -hmm. when we think about confidence like that, because that's the way that I'm kind of, kind of trying to encapsulate in yeah. this episode as we deliver this message... How is this different for men than it is for women, in your opinion? Uh, well, I feel that for, for the male species, if you will, <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we tend to wear our confidence a little more abrasively. Okay. Uh, with 
with a lack of care for consequence until we need to meet said consequence. Mm. Uh, because that is what a confidence in a man is. It doesn't matter until it matters. Uh, at least that's 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 how I how I see it. When I think about confidence, I think of our perception and how big of a role that that plays in how we unfold this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned this idea of perception because I think that that is huge in the things that I think about when I think about why confidence is different for men than it is for women. When it comes to growing it, having it, wearing it, exuding it out to the world around you, I think it's different. And I think it starts from, you know, the time that we're, we're born because we begin to be socialized. And what we know about constructs, these ideas that we create as we're socializing people in our society is that we build them. We build them and it influences the ideas that are embedded into young people that soon become adults. And this idea of confidence has been told differently or written differently in our societal upbringing for guys than it has been for girls, mm-hmm. starting from the time that we're, you know, children. Yeah. And one of the things that I think of, you know, as just big metaphorical ideas is that I feel like the rhetoric for men is, or for little boys, is that little boys are born great. Right. You're, you're just, you're born. You're already here. You're already great. Go get them, Tiger. Yeah, exactly. You're already awesome. Mm-hmm. And for the little girl, I feel like the rhetoric is, we're going to build your confidence, right? Like the boy is like, oh, you're already great. You're here. You're, you're born. You did your job. You're mm-hmm. already a confident human right. because you're a boy. Right. And boys grow up to be men. Mm-hmm. But girls, girls are these fragile, sensitive, precious little things mm-hmm. that cannot be broken and must be protected and therefore I think that we're actually like molding these personalities to be more timid and be more cautious and be more trepidatious because they have to focus on building their confidence Mm -hmm. because of all these things that they are that they couldn't choose to be because they're girls and we're acting as though it's innate for girls to start their life with no confidence and have to build it whereas boys just like get it right off the bat what do you think about that? Uh, well, I think that uh, a lot of the times with, like you said, with what, what is instilled in children, uh, you know, a father, a father would believe that because that is his son that he must meet this benchmark or mm-hmm. exceed this expectation mm-hmm. and uh, that it is and I don't mean that I don't mean that in a forceful way but it is more like a this is your legacy sort right. of thing right and this I think- is what you this is what you can become so accepted right. and become one with it because right. you are my son. Right. This is your destiny. Right. It it it, it is so. So you wanna, this is what it You want to do what? No. Football. What do you mean? Right. Whatever that thing is. And yeah. for the, that dad, it's about pride. Right. Which is also something that is more, societally speaking, associated with men before it's associated with women. Right? Because mm-hmm. that the kind of pride we're talking about comes from like that like push of having to be dominant and alpha and testosterone. Right. Like, I, there's no way to get around that as an idea. Yeah. Um, 
And I also think that, you know, so for little boys, it's boys are born great. And for little girls, it's, oh, we're going to build you up into something great. But then I think that as women and men develop, that rhetoric changes. And for the confident guy, the perception is, oh, look at him. Look at him go. Look at that guy. Look at him being an alpha, dominating the universe, owning his future, owning his destiny, controlling a room. Look at him go. Whereas the rhetoric for me as a woman, when you're watching a woman, the perception is, surrounding her is, who does she think she is? Right. Why is she behaving this way? Mm -hmm. Why is she acting She's like a man? Why is she acting like a man? Yeah. Why doesn't she know her place? Mm -hmm. Why is she, oh, look at this like new kid on the block. Look at this rookie. There's all of this. And women do it to each other. This yeah, isn't just absolutely. men thinking that about women. It's women thinking it about mm -hmm. women. Which slows us even even further behind in the race, I believe, as a woman. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's the big difference, right? It's, it's that because of the way that society is kind of rearing young people into thinking about confidence that the rhetoric doesn't get to change because I actually think that the differences that we're talking about start from really, really young. So we've had an opportunity to kind of unpack this definition of what confidence means to us as it relates to how this is different for men than it is for women. And Jamal, I really appreciate hearing your thoughts. I think that um, even though we're together and I know a lot about how your brain works, I don't know everything about what you think about the world and things like this. So it's been really enlightening already. And I appreciate you just kind of bringing your ideas to the table and talking about what's real for you. So thank you. Um, so moving on to the mantra of the week, because what we know is that our word of the day leads us to our mantra of the week. And our word of the day is confidence. Confidence specifically as this idea of speaking up, walking tall, walking through the world, sharing your opinions, and doing that with an open and free conscious conscience, not feeling like you can't say what you need to say when you walk into a room. And that leads us to the mantra of the week, which is words matter. I will choose them wisely and speak them passionately. And for me, as a woman, this is a mantra that I want to keep in my head as I walk through the world, not this week, but in life. Because we live now, especially in a, <clears throat> in a society where you can just get up in front of any audience, including your social media audiences, put an idea out into the universe, say whatever you want, package it in a limited character message, and distribute it worldwide. Mm -hmm. Literally, you have you know a smartphone in your hands that can produce that kind of traffic, that kind of message distribution instantly. And that's power, and that's a power we didn't used to have mm -hmm. before this age of technology, and now we have it, which I don't think people always feel that pressure and the weight of what that means, but that's kind of another conversation. But just feeling this idea about what it means for, for words to matter, and for people to say what they mean and mean what they say, and choose their words wisely, knowing that their words are intended for an audience, mm. whether it's for good or whether it's for bad, whether it's to prove a point or whether it's to make something better. No matter what the words are for, they have to be picked wisely because that can really impact how your message is received. Correct. And then, you know, there's this other piece of the mantra that's important to me as a woman about just being able to speak words with passion. Um, I feel like 
I feel like this mantra in general feels very genderized because I feel like the word passion immediately evokes um, softness. Softness, yes, a gentle nature. But I, I guess I really meant it in terms of just feeling conviction for the things that you're speaking. And because you feel so convinced about what you're speaking about to be true, you speak it with passion. And when I think about that, I think about you know some of the greatest speeches we've heard in our lifetime and some of the greatest speeches that have ever graced the ears of the human race. And whether those were men or women, they were speaking with passion and they were choosing their words wisely. Whether we're talking about Mandela or Gandhi or King or Malcolm X. Um, and for me as a woman, this message is important because I really just want I care about this mantra because I want men to think about this because women are asking them to. And I know that my reason for caring about this mantra isn't actually about women. It's actually about me caring about it so much because I want men to care about it as much as we do. Caring about the words that they choose and caring to speak about things with passion not just the things that make them angry or disgruntled, but the things that are the everybody things. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like so often in our world, women take up for women and men, but I don't hear men taking up for everybody. I feel like women play the role of sticking up for everyone. Right. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why this mantra means a lot to me, and I want to keep it in my energy as I move through the world because I want to remind myself that I have to be an example for women, but also men, of what it means to choose words wisely and speak them with passion and ask men to do it in the way that I am. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this mantra? Uh, well, I think it, for me personally, I would think that it would mean to say what you have to say, but learn how to say it in a manner that isn't necessarily... as hurtful as it may come out the first time around. So like you have a thought and it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to spew it out immediately. Mm -hmm. You can sort of, you know, let, let you go through your word Rolodex and, and just choose a couple words differently. And that could, that could be even whole different than how your message is received. Yeah, I think that's a great point. So you feel like as a man, that's where this mantra kind of resonates for you? Yeah, you know, because there's, you know, there's a way to say that you don't like something. You know, you could be like, F this, F that, you know, I'm not a fan of this, that, and third. And you could say it in the most destructive manner possible. Or you could choose to take your time and walk the person through your emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, which which could be perceived as such a... a uh, I guess, quote-unquote, womanly thing to do. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as I said, men are, tend to be more abrasive because the emotional intelligence isn't necessarily always tapped into. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Or, or, or not even tapped into because I believe that, you know, many... Many men know what they're about to say isn't the right thing to say, but they say it anyway because 
maybe their pride may be at jeopardy if they change the way they are perceived mm-hmm. or something something of that nature. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. I think that's great. I think that's great. Uh, and that makes sense. And I appreciate you adding that to this conversation. I think I, I feel like now after you said what you said with such clarity, I feel like I didn't really package my thought clearly but it makes me want to add like this last little tag about what this mantra means to me. And for me, it's also just thinking about the women in my lifetime that have spoken words out loud and owned their opinions in a public way and spoke to them with passion and how they changed my life. Mm -hmm. And how for me, this mantra means a lot because I want to be a woman who does that for, for other young women. And for me, there's a piece of this that's about legacy and about saying what I mean and meaning what I say and saying it in a public forum whenever I can so that the young girl who reads this or hears this who I don't even know gets something that she needs from me and then she gives it to the girl behind her. Hey, girl. Yeah, a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My name is Camille Simone, and I write a personal lifestyle blog called From the Desk of Sea. My life deserves to be a place where I can live happily in love with myself. Your life deserves to be a place where you can live happily in love with yourself. I want to share every page of my story here with you while I continue my journey through my 20-somethings as a mostly rational, highly emotional, and passionately intellectual young woman. Want more C? Visit the Personal Lifestyle blog at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com. Welcome back to Episode 5, Sundays with C. We are moving on to the Ask for What You Need portion of our segment today, and I really want to thank the young woman who wrote in to me uh, requesting the topic for today's podcast. I know she's listening. I just want to say to you that I think that you are brilliant, and you are only at the beginning of your journey, and you asking for the universe and for the resources that you have at the tips of your fingers to give you feedback on this topic of confidence and how to walk through the world with it as a young woman is not only inspiring, but I hope it's infectious and motivating to the other young women around you. So thank you for writing in. Thank you for asking to talk about this topic of confidence and what it means to share your opinions unapologetically. And I hope that everyone listening is getting a sense of how important that is for both men and women, for men to feel that way about themselves, for women to feel that way about themselves, but for men to also join in on the conversation and be active in the conversation about why it's important for women to feel like this as well in our society. You asked, so we're going to talk about it. This is Ask for What You Need. One of the reasons that this topic is so important to me, right off the bat, I think about just practicing what I preach. I think about the fact that I'm a blogger and a writer and somebody who's interested in public speaking that, and as an educator who really prides myself on being able to practice what I preach and speaking from a place of truth. And that's important for me. And confidence begs me to do that. I cannot talk to young women and young people and people my age and people older than me about what it means to truly be confident if I'm not and truly speak their ideas if I'm not. And that's why this means a lot to me, first off. Uh, Secondly, I recognize that I'm a black woman living in America, and if I'm not confident, I lose. 
because at the end of the day, there are so many other people that are ahead of me in this line of success in terms of resources. And as a black woman, if I choose to not walk through the world with confidence, I'm going to get stepped on. And that's something that I feel like all people have to think about, but I have to think about it through this lens of what it means to be in a black body, a black female body. Uh, this is twofold for me because race and gender have been used in this country and in our world as both combined and separate weapons to steal success, to overshadow people's talents and brilliance, to sabotage growth of communities, mm -hmm. and to depress the minds of people. And that's important for me as a woman, yes. And then I have to tell the truth and say that this is also important and demanding my attention because I'm a black woman. And even if you're not a black woman, this isn't the part where you tune me out. This is actually the part where you have to turn me up a little bit because um, I'm not angry. This is just the, the mission that I'm on and something that I have to talk about from a place of realness because it's my place of realness and I hope other women listen to this and figure out where their place of realness is. Mm -hmm. But I can't speak from anybody else's unique perspective. I can only speak from mine. Correct. Um, you know, because black people in this country need to be free and empowered, truly free, and feel true power without reservations um, because that happening for us will truly dismantle so much of what is still being used and employed systematically every day to tear this country apart. Mm. And I have to say that. So to, to the sisters and the brothers listening you know, to this podcast, know that that's where I stand and my eyes are open. Mm -hmm. And I'm aware of that. And I have to speak to that. And as much as I want to speak to the humanity of all, I cannot speak to the humanity of all or want the humanity of all if when we're if we're not included in the humanity. Right. If my brothers and my sisters and my mother and my father are not included in that humanity. So I can't focus on uplifting everybody else if I can't focus on uplifting my, where I come from and what my legacy is. Um, and I just want people to know that I'm aware of that. But this is not a new lesson. Black women have had to choose between race and gender since the beginning of time. They've had to decide what effort and collective to give their time to. Black women in this country have to pick and choose which good fight they're going to fight first. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Certainly. But that is an important point that I have to make here. Um, I also care about this issue of women standing up and being able to speak with their hearts wide open, their thoughts unapologetically, because maybe I'll be a mother one day, and if that were the case, this was a lesson that I would want to pass on to the legacy of the next generation, no matter what race, religion, creed that person was. And even if I don't have my own kids, these are lessons that I'll be teaching to my brother's kids and to other people's children, right. because this is important. We can't you know, go backwards in this progress. Um, and then that last piece, you know, about the future really leads me to this point about legacy. I want people to know that it's a part of my mission to work on these things in the world, which is why Sundays with C and things like my blog and my brand are so important to me because I really want to use my work as a platform to try to bring gravity to issues like this, bring weight to issues like this. Um, it's a lot to take on. And I just feel like we all have to be a part of the conversation, which is why I wanted the male perspective on this, to just get a beat on maybe what guys are thinking when it comes to this conversation, because I really feel like we have to stop slanting the rhetoric towards young women, 
and women in general, and actually ask men to come to the table and come to the table with substantial thoughts and ideas and be ready to have some, have something to say. Okay, so Jamel, can you talk to us a little bit about why this is um, an impactful topic for you to be thinking about as a young man? Why is this topic impactful for young men in general to be thinking about, but why for you personally? Uh, well, I believe confidence is a never-ending journey, mm -hmm. and uh, all of us as individuals have ups and downs, and we need to recognize those influence that influences that create those instances where we're feeling really, really good about ourselves, mm -hmm. and, and then we're feeling really, really bad. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Reassurance and confidence is just is never ending, and uh, it's something we need to be able to recognize, both you know, especially for young men, because that's not a rhetoric that's necessarily uh, open to them. Okay. Naturally. Yeah. Okay. And do you feel like, as you're saying, young men and young women need to kind of be taking the temperature on their journey as individuals? Would you also then say that? it wouldn't hurt us in this movement to work on this together for us to be noticing it in the opposite sex and acknowledging it as well that as we're noticing our high and lows in our own selves as women and men are noticing the highs and lows in themselves as men that we should kind of look across the fence and acknowledge that in the opposite sex when we can in our daily interactions yeah I mean you know that, that also uh, takes a level of sensitivity yeah that uh, I don't believe and uh, necessarily always in touch with. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just thinking about this, this young woman who wrote in and the situations that she finds herself in every day as a young high school student, just openly saying, you know, I want to walk into rooms and be able to feel like I can share my opinion unapologetically. So isn't it important for that young man who's sitting in class with her or working on an extracurricular project with her to know her well enough, if they're peers in social settings, to know when she's up and know when she's down? Because isn't, isn't that a part of being a collective community and working effectively within a collective community? And knowing that, for example, the day that this hypothetical young woman is down, that that shouldn't be the day that he's also down on her, but the day that he's lifting her up, and vice versa? Yeah. Yeah, I certainly agree. Um, but, you know, the, the classroom setting has always been a, a battleground in, in, in ways, but uh, I, would, I would tell her to just <clears throat> own anything and everything she has to say, even if it could be considered the most ridiculous thing, you know, because that is your truth and that is where you need to seek your knowledge and you know everyone has their journey like I said so where we all we all are at various stages of quote-unquote enlightenment mm. um, and you know just own your questions own your answers uh, and yeah be unapologetic uh, unapologetic about it don't don't feel you need to curve your words to fit the situation unless it's like, you know, vulgar or <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, intentionally hurtful. Right. Yeah.
I think that's great. I think the other thing that I just want to say, you know, as a woman, I realized just now that I, I felt like my heart started to beat faster as I was, you know, talking about this hypothetical situation of a young man kind of putting a young woman down in this, in these environments. But I also want to acknowledge that this young women do it to young men. Certainly. Women do it to women and men do it to men. Mm -hmm. This isn't just happening um, in one direction. Right. It's happening in multiple spheres, in multiple directions. Mm -hmm. And I guess what we're kind of calling people to do and think about is the role that you're playing in any given instance and kind of checking that and being aware of that and then reassessing what you can do to make the situation that you're operating in better for everyone and safe for everyone to share and to grow. Five women who I admire, who have said things I hope that the world never forgets. Maya Angelou. Prejudice is a burden that confuses the past, threatens the future, and renders the present inaccessible. Coco Chanel. The most courageous act is to still think for yourself, aloud. Margaret Thatcher. If you set out to be liked, you will be prepared to compromise on anything at any time and you would achieve nothing. Amelia Earhart, please know that I'm aware of the hazards. I wanna do it because I wanna do it. Women must try to do things as men have tried. When they fail, their failure must be a challenge to others. Alice Walker, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Welcome back to Sundays with C, episode five, Thinking Out Loud. We just finished um, handling our Ask for What You Need portion. We had a wonderful young woman write in with this topic of confidence and asking how, you know, we walk through the world with this unapologetic sense of how to share and how to walk tall. And I just want to really, really drive this home in Thinking Out Loud, the segment of the show where I talk about what advice I would give and then push out that challenge for the week that we're all gonna focus on to work on this mantra and to keep confidence in the forefront of our mind. I just wanna say that for me this issue is important because first we're asking young men to come to the table. That's step one. And then once young men get there, we don't want them to put their feet up and then say, well, you know, it's the girls club, I'm just here being supportive, look, I came to the table. We're saying come to the table and have a stake in the issues. Because if we all walked around just saying, oh, okay, well, I'm here, I signed up, but these issues don't affect me, if we're talking about race or gender or politics or anything, then we don't get anywhere. Because everybody, from their different perspectives, has to have a stake in the conversation in order to push it forward. Or else the one party that is being um, highlighted in the conversation is just kind of talking in circles. We need differing opinions to kind of push and mold the outcome into what it needs to be, if you will. So this segment and this, this episode is by no means a bash toward men for me or a push for men um, in an aggressive way. I'm just trying to call out to young men in general and men of all ages and just say, hey, we need you to care about this. Your daughter needs you to care about this. Your sister needs you to care about this. Your wife, your future daughter, your future daughter-in-law, your grandchild needs you to care about this. Everybody has to call to action, and we all have to know what our stake in, is in this to make this work. So, Jamel, what would you say to young men out there who think confidence, as we've defined it, is a women's issue? They're welcome to say, hey, I support it. Yeah, I think that's important. But maybe 
they don't know why they should be sitting at the table. They're happy to say that they'll do it, but they don't know where their stake in this lies. Where does their stake in it lie, Jamel? Well, like you said, it's um, in those personal inter, you know, uh, in those personal connections that they have, whether it be, you know, it just for your mother, or if it's just you're doing it just for your little cousin, and you know the future that she may have, or your aunt, things like that. Um, we we all need to have a stake in it because without you all, without you as women, this, this thing we call life comes to a halt. This is the Thinking Out Loud Challenge of the Week. Thank you to the young woman who wrote in inspiring today's episode. And from this point of inspiration, I have decided that our challenge of the week this week is going to be a social media challenge. You are going to be finding an avenue where you have a pre-established audience. So thinking of any of your social media platforms is a great place to start. Your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, wherever you have a presence and a pre-established audience is where you want to be thinking about getting started. You are going to pick one of these four challenges to execute one time this week. I'm going to be making um, a challenge for myself to post every single day this week, but I'm just asking you to do this once this week. And if you feel like after doing it one time, you made some ground and you're feeling great about it, I challenge you to do it with me as many times as you can this week. So the first, share a truth that's driving you. Share a truth about you that kind of drives the way that you live your life and explains why you live your life the way that you do. Two, share with others something they wouldn't guess about you at first glance. Because oftentimes what lies beneath of what others can see at first glance really says a lot about us. So pick something like that to share. The third, share an idea that brings you inner conflict that you'd like to see resolved in our lifetime, knowing that maybe you sharing that will inspire others to share theirs too. And the fourth, Share a thought with others that people might be thinking, but they're not saying out loud. Please be mindful of your audience. Please be respectful of others. Even the most controversial opinions and thoughts can be shared with respect. So follow the mantra of the week and let it guide you. It always should. Use the hashtag, hashtag Sundays with C, when engaging your social media. Tag me, at me, because I want to be able to see the things that you're posting I want to share in episode six at least 10 things that people have written and wish to share. Please know that I will not be sharing your name unless you specifically let me know that is something that you would like. I will just be sharing the things that are actually said. If you're not friends with me on social media or don't have social media and you want to participate, take a screenshot of what you're doing or write to me about what you've said and email it to me at fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. That's your challenge of the week. Embrace it. Go for it. Speak your truth, choose those words wisely, and speak them with passion and conviction. I want to see how much ground we can cover in a week of just truth speaking. So Jamel, I really just want to thank you for being on the show today and for sharing your thoughts and opinions. Uh, I know you didn't have um, maybe an idea very clearly of what we would be talking about around every turn because I've, I've kind of been working on these questions on my own before presenting them to you. And you've been really open to the experience, and you, I felt you embracing the challenge of how to kind of package up this information that maybe we live every day, but we don't think about how to talk about it. And I don't think that that's easy, so thank you. 
uh, and I just have two uh, last uh, outro questions for you, if you will. Okay. The first is, what would you say to men who have access to this podcast, but maybe feel weird or trepidatious about listening to a podcast that's like mine, focused on self-success and self-empowerment, but it's also being narrated by a woman? Well, uh, I would think the fact that they feel weird is weird. Um, Why? Well, because we all have things to offer each other. And uh, it's all about just finding where these pieces fit for you and how they can help you grow. And, you know, a brilliant brain like yours, I'm sure, has a lot of perspective to offer uh, young and old men. Um, in life and it may not all be about success it may not you know this is not necessarily just in one sphere so to speak um so yeah there's a lot of dimension here in this podcast and you know i i enjoy it personally wonderful thank you um and my last question for you is so why should people in general listen in you know we're we're five episodes in this is a new project for me. This is a new venture for me. And I feel myself trying to figure it out as I feel listeners trying to figure me out. Why would you tell people that, you know, hey, this is a great podcast? I mean, our, our connection and relationship in this world aside, if you stumbled upon this podcast and you were able to take something from it, what would you say to people about what's here for them and, and why this podcast is worth their time? Well, I think it's a uh, a great chance to sort of uh, eliminate all other mediums of like stimuli around them and sort of get self centered and not in a not in an egotistical way, uh, but uh, in a form of like a reset for the week and to like find clarity and. Uh, you know, reestablish their motives and to, you know, sort of get back on track, you know, because it's so easily, so easy to get uh, thrown off, thrown off your path. And uh, I believe this podcast definitely, definitely brings that to the table. Well, thank you for sharing your perspective and opinion, and thank you for being here. You're already up top. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. Visit C's lifestyle blog for more. Findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. Sundays with C is produced by Marion Johnson and written, produced, and hosted by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you are staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. Words matter. 
I will choose them wisely and speak them passionately. My words have power, and I will use them for good. My words have power, and I will use them for good. I am powerful. When I think of confidence, I will remind myself to walk tall, to speak up. When I think of confidence, I will remind myself to speak truths. My spirit gains power each time I believe the words I say out loud, so I must choose them wisely. I have what it takes to walk through the world with an open mind and a clear heart. Today, I will remember that what I think matters. Today, I will remember that what I think matters. Today, I will remember that what others think about me only matters if I give them the power. Today, I will remember that what others think about me only matters if I give them power. I am powerful. My words matter.